0: Please be seated. So, Spirit of God, come. Come and teach us the truth. Help us to believe. And show us the Savior's love, we pray. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. In that passage that uh, Manuel just read for us, we come across an incident in which Jesus encounters a man who had been ill or disabled for 38 years. A very precise period of time. It shows how Jesus had the knack of picking out those who were in real need and seeking to engage with them. And here, Jesus focuses on this man with a very long-term illness or disability. And what's surprising is the way that Jesus opens the conversation with him. His opening gambit here at the Bethesda pool is a bit startling, really. He asks this man, who he knows has been ill or disabled for a very long time, if he wants to be made well. Surely you might think the question is a no-brainer. Of course, after 38 years of illness, of disability, whatever, course, the man will want to be made well, won't he? Or will he? You notice that the man doesn't give Jesus a direct answer to this question. What he does instead is to explain why he hasn't been healed, why he hasn't been able to take advantage of the pool's natural healing qualities because no one has been there to help him get into the pool. And that means that everybody else has always got in ahead of him. Now, we don't know how long this man had been coming to the pool, but even if it's only for some of that period of 38 years, then it seems very strange that in all that time, he couldn't find anybody who would help him to get down into the pool. It does seem to suggest that the man is offering some rather tame excuses for not being healed, which is probably why Jesus, from the outset, asked him, do you want to be made well? It isn't a no-brainer of a question, because some people, particularly with long-term conditions, don't want to be made well. In one sense, yes, they do, but in another sense, they don't, because the prospect of such dramatic change, even for the better, after so many years, can really be quite scary and daunting. I remember an incident that happened to me quite a number of years ago now. I was contacted one day by a social worker who was a Christian, and she asked me if I would accompany her on a visit to one of her clients. The lady in question had been ill for quite a long time. The possibility of having someone come and pray with her for healing was suggested by the social worker to this lady. Not quite sure if that would have been allowed these days, but it was some 10 to 15 years ago when this happened. Anyway, the lady agreed. I was contacted, and I went along to see her with the social worker. But right from the very start of this visit and my conversation with the lady, I could tell that she had agreed to me coming, but hadn't really wanted me there. Perhaps she just couldn't say no when the social worker suggested that I should come. The lady gave me very little eye contact responded to what I asked her only in monosyllables, and she generally gave the impression that all of this was a total waste of time. And she was dead right. It was. Although I prayed with the lady because... That's what I'd been asked to do, and she agreed that I should. I just sensed that her heart was not at all in the prayer. And for that reason, healing was not what she wanted at that time. Now, if this was true of the man at the pool, then Jesus dismisses his excuses, and he overrides a man's unwillingness to be healed. Stand up, take your mat, and walk, Jesus commands him. And he does. And after 38 years of apparently seeking healing, the man is now healed. What I suspect Jesus healed the man of wasn't just what was making him ill. It wasn't just his infirmity, his physical illness or his disability. I think Jesus healed him also of his reluctance to be healed, the way that he had become dependent on his illness over so many years. You see, it can do that to people. An illness can become part of who you are. It had come to define this man's identity and character. And it's this that Jesus breaks with his word of command, which is perhaps why Jesus didn't wait for the man to say no, because he would know exactly what the man was going to say, but he knew what needed to be broken. And so whether he liked it or not, The man is now put on a different course in life by Jesus, one where he is free from illness, but also one in which he will have to take more responsibility for himself and his life. His unwillingness to be made well is just as much a barrier to his healing as his illness or his disability was. But the story doesn't end there. After the healing has taken place, Jesus later finds the man in the temple. It could be that Jesus went in search of him, or it might be that Jesus just happened to come across him there. Whatever it was, notice what Jesus says to the man. See, he says, you have been made well. Do not sin any more. So that nothing worse happens to you. Now Jesus could be warning the man not to behave in a way that might cause something worse than sickness to befall him. But it could just be that Jesus is saying to this man, Look, you've now been given health and freedom from sickness. Do not commit again the sin of depending on your sickness to give you a sense of identity, meaning, and purpose to your life. Because God is the one who will give you all of that. It's a sad but often a true fact that some people who are not incurably ill do see sickness as giving them what otherwise they might not have. For some, the label of a particular named condition gives them a status as a sufferer. For others, their sickness may gain them sympathy or attention from others that they wouldn't otherwise receive. But in time, all of that may sap their willingness to overcome their sickness and receive new life and wholeness. That might then deprive them of status, of the sympathy or attention they've come to like. And their dependence on their illness may have to be exchanged for a whole new set of responsibilities. And that can be daunting, and that can be challenging for some people. So what I believe that this story is telling us is that in God's sight, health and well-being are always, whatever we think, are always a better option than sickness. Jesus set his face against sickness. He never advocated it. He saw it as a symptom of all that denies God's purposes for our lives. And perhaps Jesus' question to the man with the long-term illness or disability might come as a challenge to some of you too, or to people that you know or even care for. Do you want to be made well? That question challenges us to see that with God, life can be different, and life can be better even though it may be quite scary to leave behind what we don't like but have become familiar and comfortable with. If this story speaks into your situation or into the situation of someone you know and care for, then I hope you will have the courage to answer Jesus' question with a positive, yes, I do want to be made well, to break free from the fear that feeds that unwillingness to want to be made well, and to discover the healing and new life that God will give you once that fear and unwillingness is broken and life takes on an altogether new and different meaning. Let's pray. Lord, sometimes we can become too familiar with what is wrong with us, and we feel we can't improve, or we may be too afraid of what being made well will take away from us or demand of us. May we never be dependent upon any condition, but only put our trust in your unfailing and healing love. Thanks be to God. Amen. When we come to healing services, we often come for ourselves, but sometimes we also come for others. We come because we are concerned about those in our family or our friends or our neighbours or colleagues we work with. We want to bring them before God. We want to pray for them. And so our next hymn expresses that possibility, that desire, as well as a desire to pray for ourselves, our own healing and wholeness, that we may be made well, just as we pray that others will be made well too. So we stand to sing, O Christ the Healer, we have come to pray for health, to plead for friends.